Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. November 14th, 2020. Pickles. Blood transfusions. World travel. The mafia. Ray Charles. Puerto Rico. James Bond, and, the style choices of Harry Styles. This, is, awesome, today. Awesome Today, is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it, and have an awesome today. Would you? Hello. Good day. How are ya? I am advancing. Wow. Is your back? That's what I meant, ultimately. Oh, good. My back's advancing. We are now on the one-week anniversary. Technically, yesterday would have been the completion of a week. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. No. Thursday. Thursday would have been the completion of seven days. Okay, yes. Friday would have been day eight. Today, as our viewers and listeners partake in this offering. Yes. Day nine. Just a, the the original improvement was parabolic. Uh-huh. It went yeah. massive. It's continued, but it's certainly done so at a leveling out yes. pace. Um, I believe Thursday morning was the first time that I sat in a chair for a prolonged amount of time without the TENS unit and all of that, and I lived to tell the story. And that's honestly at this... For the last many days, the real challenge has been doing something besides standing up or laying down. Right. I can walk fine. Um, not going to win any races, but I probably wasn't going to anyway. <laughs> yeah. All that. So, yeah. It's good, though. It's good. I, I hit the chiropractor again Friday. Um, he was pleased with progress, all of that. So, we are moving forward. Anybody, anybody who has a back sees at some point mm. hopefully if you're hearing this you will remember it does take a little time yeah it'll feel very hopeless at times but mm. it's not it'll just hang in there just hang in there 
I'm so glad you're returning to normal. Mm -hmm. I'm glad for you. Whatever normal for me is. Yeah, that's right. Well, today is Saturday, November 14th. Unfortunately, we, we being awesome today, we step aside on Fridays to allow Mama Show sort of awesome to have the limelight, but we missed the opportunity for a Friday the 13th episode. I know. I have a deep affinity for the 13th. I was born on that day. We were married on that day. Uh-huh different months, uh, and it was not at my birth that we were married, <laughs> although that'd be pretty awesome in its own way, <laughs> or not. Um, but yeah, I like I like the 13th a lot, and I take a special pleasure in a Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I missed that, but we'll survive. Yeah. Today is Happy National Pickle Day. Finally, I've been waiting for this day all year. I've been waiting for 364 days for the chance to celebrate pickles. Man, I love pickles. Yeah. I do. I'm not being ironic or no. anything. I love pickles. Guess what? We have for a long damn time. Do you know when the first record, at least, is that we have of pickles is? Well, sort of. I know it's a long you time ago. No, a long time ago. I may have already told you. Yes. 2030. B.C. B.C. So literally longer B.C. than we have lived. Yeah. In the A.D. In the A.D. It's amazing. They came, or or at least rather this specific date is tracked to India. Okay. Now, like so many other foods and drinks that we enjoy, the pickle was the result of attempting to preserve surplus harvest. Even the Indians in... 2030 BC were like, I got all these cucumbers. What am I yeah. supposed to do with these? How am I supposed to eat these all year? Yes. I already made the wine. Now what? Cucumber wine? No. Well, oh. maybe. I bet you could. I don't know yeah. that it'd be good, but you could probably you could do it. find a way. It wouldn't be the most efficient uh, ferments yeah. as that stuff goes, but yeah. you could probably do it. I do know this in relation to the cucumber. My barber, now... When a man goes to a traditional barber, not a not a modern day whatever uh, techno club barber or whatever else, but when you go to the barber shop experience, there's a certain array of scents that you expect to experience. Well, my barber, who has apologized profusely for this, on his last order of witch hazel, which is often used, it's an astringent, it's often used as a non-aggravating aftershave type thing. Um, Well, his order got messed up, and the witch hazel that he ordered was, in fact, cucumber witch hazel. Right. Again, he apologizes profusely, but I quite enjoy it. It's delightful. It is very delightful. Yeah. Um, It's probably worth adding into your own repertoire for Mm -hmm. any reason, even if you just want to put it in a spritzer bottle and use it as a face toner or even spray it on your pillowcase. It's a very soothing pleasant scent. This was a bonus, bonus lifestyle indeed. that I didn't even know was going to happen around National Pickle Day. I didn't either. I just went with the pickle flow. <laughs> All right, keep flowing. Tell us okay, more. Okay, so 2030 BC, India, that it's a, it's a preservation method. So salt and vinegar ultimately are what are used. And the reason why is because those two individually and in combination prevent bacteria 
from growing and ultimately spoiling the pickles or cucumbers, as it were. Yeah. Um, it's believed that the spread of pickle knowledge from India and throughout Europe was due to sailors who, they weren't voyaging to trade pickles. They needed food that would not spoil, that could endure a long ocean voyage. Makes sense. And so they did come to Europe and they became extremely popular, especially in Eastern Europe, as they helped to spice up the tremendously bland bread and potato diet of the long, hard, cold winters. Okay, yeah, you got to have something to spice up that. What a welcome addition that would be in the land of bland starch. Right, yes. Um, bleh, I lost my place. Hang on here. Uh, originally, the pickling process was both very time-consuming, and very labor-intensive. And I apologize that the most creative adjective I could come up with was an emphasized very. That's ignorant of me, and I should demand better of myself, but that's what you got this it's, time. It's all right. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. So in the, it wasn't then until, because I mean, this was 4,000 years ago, it wasn't until the mid-18th century, so the 1700s, that James Young invented paraffin wax and John Mason invented the mason jar. These two things magnificently improving the efficiency of pickling, canning, all of that type stuff, as well as the whole moonshine industry for that well, matter. Definitely. Because and then the mason jar, right? Well, and then the mason jar later would fuel the spread of Pinterest throughout the land as people repurpose their mason jars That's into right. everything cute and kitschy Isn't for their home. Interesting to consider that a creation from the 1700s yes. today can still shape popular culture. It is. I don't feel like Mr. Mason has properly been celebrated. Here's to you, Mr. Mason. Indeed. I, I gotta oh, reach no. a drink. I, I okay. didn't mean for you to. Cheers. All right, cheers. No, I'm probably going to belch because I drank the bubbly water. Belching like an like ape. Like an ape. Um, so then in the 19th and early 20th centuries, it was the Eastern European Jews immigrating to New York that brought with them to the Americas the kosher dill pickle. And thank goodness they did. Yes, thank goodness. Uh, they, they would ferment pickles anywhere from several weeks to several months in length. And the longer the duration of the ferment, the mm -hmm. more sour is the pickle. Okay, I can dig it. They would sell them via, they started out selling them via push carts, as is the case in New York with pickles and hot dogs and things. Sure, right? yeah. And then eventually sold them directly out of the fermentation barrel in Jewish delis. Absolutely. That's like the foundation upon which a Jewish deli was built. Indeed. Thank you, Mr. Pickle. <laughs> or whatever the word Mr. is in the Indian language. Yes. What do they speak? What language do they speak in India? Mm, Hindu, Sanskrit. You're no, just, just you're just things that have to do yeah. with India. Okay, that's embarrassing. We don't know. Someone will straighten us out, I'm sure. In the groups, me. it's please. no offense is meant. We are ignorant, not anyone else. <laughs> um, 
Would you like some pickle fun facts? Please do okay. tell me. Okay, and they are fun because okay. everything is fun about a pickle, right? Yes, yeah. Um, North Americans prefer pickles with warts, while Europeans prefer the wartless pickle. I don't know that I've ever had a wartless pickle. Maybe. I think but... that I have, but not in whole format. I okay. think I had some wartless spears. Okay. Did you know that pickles are technically fruits? Oh, well, yeah, I feel like I kind of knew that because cucumbers, the way their seeds are, it makes them more of a fruit. I have no idea what the, how the definitions work. Look. I, I just know that that's the case. Look, Hindi is a language and it's Hindi. spoken in India. Okay. Perfect. So. But is it the main language? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep going. Way to go. Way to go. Set yourself up to get knocked down again. Um, there is an official organization called Pickle Packers International. Okay, Pickle Packers International. I didn't I like even it. know that was a thing. I they think... even have their own theme song. Yeah. The Pickle Polka. Now, if you're familiar with polka, that does come from Eastern Europe. Yeah. And so it makes sense that that would all, that this is the song of my people. Yes, it is. My deep and rich Czech and German parts of me. Um, my grandfather, who was on my mother's side, who was full Czech, he was the first of his family born in the U.S. Yeah. He played the squeeze box or accordion mm -hmm. and which was amazing because each of his fingers were as big around as my arm yeah massive just a thick built dude yeah he was in fact the czech version of a thick ass boy <laughs> he played the squeeze box other brothers of his he i think there were 13 plus kids in his family it's very large yeah other members played under other instruments they'd get together and, and most commonly they would play polka and then when he would come to visit us, uh, he had every everyone of age would recall the Pontiac Bonneville that yeah. was thirty thousand feet long. Yeah. It was a boat of a car. It, it it was one of the most comfortable cars to ride in, but very difficult to park and whatnot. As he showed many times, backing into and pulling into people. Uh -huh. um, but as he would near our home, you could hear him from a distance because the windows would be down and he would be blaring a polka eight track. Yes, a polka eight track. Yeah, all the cool kids were doing it. I don't know that he ever played the pickle polka, but if he didn't, it was only because he was unaware of it. Of course. Um, Americans eat twenty billion. With a B, 20 billion pickles a year. That's a lot of pickles. The noise that is made when you bite into a pickle is called the snap. And a good snap can be heard, I don't know how they quantified this, but it can be heard from up to 25 feet away. Indeed. Like the, the Vlasic stork. I feel like Vlasic is not even real compared to the pickles that they're talking about here. I agree with that, but he likes to snap into it. He likes to, pickle. he likes the snap. Yeah. Now on the other side of the spectrum, the snapless soft pickles are, they have a delineating name, which is dincher pickles, Well, which I find humorous. Yes. Not so much so that I would laugh or even crack a smile, but I do find it humorous. You, you're mildly abused. Stoically humorous. <laughs> 
Um, uh, dill pickles are the most popular of pickles. I like a dill. So, with all of that grand information available to you, good yes. people, mm -hmm. celebrate the day and have yourself the pickle of your choice. Warted, unwarted, denture, snappy, denture, dill, sweet, whatever. Fresh from a mason jar. Fresh from a mason jar or just a jar that someone failed to print mason upon. <laughs> However it may be, enjoy a pickle. In fact, enjoy a pickle, bring back and double celebrate happy hour day and watch the video of the exploding whale. It's a whole, we've got your weekend planned. Yes, it's delightful. You should do it. I want you all to know that Hindi is the most spoken language okay. in India. Okay. Uh, second most is Bengali. Now, Sanskrit is spoken there, but only by 24,000 people and on a continent like India. That's like a micro yeah. percentage of the people. But I wasn't like trying to tribe. be problematic. My brain just was... It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> There's a, this is, it's a good learning. Now we know. Yes. Okay. Now, in 1666, we have the first successful blood transfusion being completed. Nice. Interestingly, not from human to human, rather from dog to dog. It makes sense. Let's hook up the girls later. Animal testing. They didn't detail how many poor dogs' lives were lost oh, in the testing. I know. It, it, it worked. Was 1666. It so. was. I don't feel like, and I could be wrong, but I don't feel like in 1666 dogs were quite as family members <laughs> as they are now. Uh, yeah. People weren't driving around with their carts with like a... Uh, silhouette of the dog. Uh, yes. You know yes. what I mean? Those stickers that people put on there. We need to, to pause for a moment and appreciate. You found this. Was it on the Nextdoor app? Yeah. You found this. I think it was the Nextdoor app where the majority of the posts there are in relation to oh, yeah. someone who was driving along and their dog leapt from the car and they're looking for their dog or they have found a dog and they've wondered whose car's car from yep. which it has leapt. The vast majority of posts on Nextdoor are about found dogs, lost dogs, found cats, lost cats. That's like 98%. Of but a lot of the stories are somebody A that, lot of them. A surprising yeah, number. The dog was like, everything smells good. I can't handle my life with you anymore. <laughs> yes, Peace out. just failed yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dogs. The thought of twisting all four dog ankles is more pleasing <laughs> than staying with you. Your <laughs> terrible human owner. All four dog ankles. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, in 1851, a year that should be bemoaned forever because it is the year of the first publishing of Herman Melville's freaking Moby Dick. Why do you have such animosity towards, I, I was going to say towards the dick. That doesn't sound right. Nope. So why would you hate Herman so much? Um, Herman Melville was a perfectly fine American writer. That's that's like the most underhanded <laughs> insult compliment. Oh, he's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. If you're an idiot. <laughs> Moby Dick was one of the few novels I had to read as an undergrad that I just, it was a slog. Honestly, I think it was the first novel that I was assigned to read because... Mm -hmm. As a nerdy English nerd type kid growing up, I never hated the books we were assigned. I was always like, ooh, mm -hmm. yeah, let's get into it. George Orwell's Animal Farm, here we go. But 
uh, Moby Dick was the first one where I was like, I hate this book okay. and I have to read it. Did you, did you hate it for the story? Did you hate it for the vernacular in which it was written? No, I could handle the vernacular. I hated it for the you laborious. The story. I didn't, the story's, I don't even, I mean, besides. The story's the, fine. Herman's fine. Everybody's fine. Um, I hate the laborious writing style of Herman Melville. Okay. He takes, now. That's not unfair. That's fine. I unfortunately identify with this problem. He uses a lot of words to say a simple thing. I use a lot of words to say a simple thing. So is it the case of us hating most our own weaknesses? Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, well, I don't think you speak or write as laboriously as Melville, if that makes you feel any better. It does make me feel better. He really has a way of taking the necessity of one sentence and turning it into many. Mm-hmm. The, I don't even know how to tie this thought together well. Um, one of the things that I personally, as well as many others historically, have pre appreciated deeply about Native Americans who labored to learn the English language and communicate is that they used seemingly as few words as possible to communicate a message. And I deeply, deeply enjoy the efficiency of that. Yep. I agree, and also Melville's writing not efficient. He was not a Native American, plainly. No, also not particularly poetic. I mean, it's just right. like a real, right. it's a real dry use of the language, and also there's a lot of words. Okay. That's well, my hot take now that on Moby Dick. beating the shit out of poor Herman here, let's move ahead. Okay. Who's next? Well, guess who? 1889. It's not just Oklahoma's land run year, where they literally had to give away the Oklahoma Territory to inspire people to live here. Um, more importantly, you, my dear, are familiar, I assume, with Jules Verne's fictional work of Around the World in 80 Days. Indeed, I am. Okay. Well, on this day in 1889, New York world reporter Nellie Bly began an attempt to do exactly that. And she did, in fact, succeed. She finished the trip in 72 days and six hours. Well, hey, now. Yeah. She even beat Jules Verne's fictional projection. Yeah. Yeah. Which Wait, some so, people, Nellie Bly. Some people might very justifiably identify to tie into, you. do you recall the old song, uh, the old duet exchange, I can do anything better than you can. Yes. It's a little battle between it's men and women. Annie Oakley, yes. Annie, mm -hmm. get your gun. Yeah. It's probably not inaccurate. Yes. The, never mind. I'm going to take the high road. I was going to provide a defense for us men. Men folk. Out there, but uh, hey, it's okay. Anything you can do, I can do better. But only when you've seen the example that I set. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's ah. definitely not how that song goes. <laughs> but maybe it should have. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I deeply appreciate the things that you can and do do quite well. That, that I, I do, do. That I cannot. <laughs> that you do do. Yes? You do. Yes. 1957. It's a big year. After years of speculation about a mafia national crime syndicate that would control gambling casinos and narcotics countrywide mm. proof is actually found okay. that it's true yes law enforcement officials conducted a raid on a new york home 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The owner, I couldn't, I couldn't pronounce his name. I didn't want to try to, so I just left it out. Okay. Um, and they found, caught red-handed, over 100, not just mafia members yeah but over 100 mafia crime bosses Dang. that that's terrifying to think about the number of cells if uh, you will yes. of activity over 100 mafia crime bosses from the u.s canada who somehow manages to skirt blame on so many I things oh canada's up there acting all innocent yeah. like oh we don't have oh, any crime sorry here's some syrup Come on, Canada, own up to what you did. You have the mafia, too. As a third party, many Italians, like non-immigrated version, right. were there as well. And that they had gathered to both socialize, because that's what a business trip is about, both socialization and resolving mafia affairs. Interesting. I feel like I've even seen more than one movie out there yeah. that has included a scene that represented this event. I believe it. It's fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating part yeah. of history. Maybe someday we'll have a mini-series on mafia, mob stuff. Uh, we don't have to limit it to mafia. We could go any direction we wished. With it. It's a fascinating to me. That's, that's the truest of true crime. Um, it's Far more impressive than somebody that just randomly decided to commit random crimes. I feel like you appreciate the organizational I do. structure of a mafia. I do because you take you take the leaders out of the crime world and place them anywhere in corporate America, and they would be the yeah. Fortune 100 <laughs> CEOs of the world. It really is. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I That's love it. it. Okay, well, bringing us up to 1960, a song hits number one. It's Ray Charles's song, Georgia On My Mind. Yes. Enjoyable. It is enjoyable. And even more so if you've watched the movie, Ray. You should. And it's Jamie Foxx Fox. that does an incredible wow, job. How that dude didn't gain every accolade possible. I know he gained a few for that, but that was a masterfully performed role on his part. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't... The only image I can conjure of Ray Charles now is that of Jamie Foxx playing Ray Charles. We've seen that movie a few times. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And and they, they do... Include in that some of the controversy around this song. That's right, yes. Uh, it's worth a watch. It if is. If you haven't, sure. or if you have, and you just find yourself bored. Yeah. Uh, in 1993... 
just the year before the magical senior year of 94. In 93, Puerto Rico votes against becoming the 51st U.S. state. Now, if they had voted for it, because I feel like there's been other votes. Yes. Isn't this it, is the beauty. Isn't it ultimately up to the U.S. to be like yay or nay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, so there's a very torn political landscape in mm-hmm. Puerto Rico mm-hmm. amongst those who want to be a state. Yeah. And those who just simply want complete and utter independence. Right. To not be, be a their own thing. Territory anymore. Mm-hmm. Or a, is that what they are? They are. A they're a commonwealth. A commonwealth, I yes. I think. I hope I'm not misstating that. My apologies if I am. Okay. Yeah. And for the scant benefits that they receive for being a commonwealth of the U.S., there are many more mm-hmm. decades-long abuses that they endure. Yes. Not not least of which would be just simply anything shipped internationally to Puerto Rico must first go through a continental U.S. port. Mm. Yeah, so with these very polar perspectives, there have been many votes within them, within their group, to say yes or no, and it's gone both ways over time, but correct. Ultimately, it doesn't matter how they voted. It's not up to them to make the decision. Right. Um, and I feel like historically, to be fair to Puerto Rico, the way that things have been looked at by our own government is to be, hey, it works okay this way. It doesn't seem to hurt us this way. Right. Us being the continental U.S. Yeah. So it's just a continued stepchild kind of treatment. Yeah. In a negative way. In a negative way. It's not good. So that's... Fantastic, right? Yeah, that's a real upper. Yeah. 2006, practically yesterday, uh-huh. 2006 is the premiere of the 21st James Bond film. Also, it is Daniel Craig's debut as Bond. There is another Bond movie just mm-hmm. on the cusp right now, and I've completely and utterly forgotten the title for which it is. I don't know. I'm just not that invested any longer. Okay. Is Daniel Craig still blind? Yep. So that was yep. 14 years ago. So he's he's had this gig for a while. He's had a run and he was not he was not a young man when he yeah. took the initial role. I know. There was a lot of marvel in fact at the his initial yeah. debut because for his age he had accomplished quite an impressive physique. Mm. I'm sure very taxing on him to do so. I would be curious in this most recent film when it comes out to see how many topless, shirtless shots there are Mm -hmm. to show or hide whether or not a man of advancing years can still have abs and not look like a man with saggy skin. It's interesting. We shall see. We will see. Well, trending, actually trending... A few days ago, I think trending, what, trending Friday, and you're hearing this Monday. Mm-mm. It's Saturday. I'm sorry, trending Friday, and you're hearing it Saturday, yeah. It's hard to keep the weekend schedule straight. It is. It gets uh, very tricky for us as we yes, record towards yes. the end of the week, yes. Well, in honor of Sorta Awesome co-host Rebecca. Yes. Harry Styles Harry becomes Styles. the first solo male artist to grace the cover of Vogue. Now, 
the shirt that he's wearing is, for all intents and purposes, a lace-trimmed crop top. Yep, sure is. I looked at it myself. Yep. I personally view that as unfortunate. However, he has many words to offer about oh, yes. his about the style choices of styles. Yep. Um, and I'm sure that Rebecca can probably give some explanation as to why it's not weird. I look forward to her discourse I'm, on it. I'm eager to hear it, whether it's first or second hand. I would encourage all members of the Hangout Group or the Superstars Group to really stir the pot on this one and see if we can't get some good commentary going. Call Rebecca out, get her to provide yes. some sort of explanation. I am very curious to hear her thoughts on this for sure. As am I. All right. Well, if you're going to watch something, we don't have anything brand new to Well, but it's about. time for a little. Oh, right, right, right. Well, I didn't even say that. Watch I, me I got listen. A ahead of myself. Life style. Yes. We're all worlds. All the worlds. Um, if you are going to watch something, we don't have anything new to recommend. But don't forget that on Monday, on the actual Monday show, we are mm -hmm. going to be doing a little bit of a deep dive into The Queen's Gambit, Netflix, a uh, seven-episode miniseries that I can't stop talking about. I love it so much. It's fantastic. I read, and I cannot remember, it's not important, where I found it. Don't question. It's not important. Mm -hmm. Wherever it was, I found it and read uh, I, I, headline had caught my eye. It was ultimately offering the explanation as to why it is that America loves this series. <gasps> oh, don't say a word about it. No, no. I'm going to share a little bit here. A little bit. I'm not okay. going to spoil it. Uh -oh. Well, I'll spoil a little bit. The, and, and the reason that it is so unique yeah. is because this show landed in the midst of election turmoil. Yeah. So something pretty powerful had to exist there yeah. for to be able to draw the attention away from this otherwise mm -hmm. riveting scene of carnivorous whatever. Stuff. Right? Stuff. Right. Um, and I thought, despite all of the fluff words that they used, they did not, in fact, speak as a Native American who was mm. learning English and using as few words as possible. They used a whole lot of words mm -hmm. to ultimately say, that the way this is written, and it's written in reflection of a true life story, is that you get to see all of the challenges, all of the things that could go wrong. And just in the moment where you're really starting to hurt in your heart over concern, that you see victory uh -huh. over all of this. And that as, as a people, not just because of the election recently, but also because of months and even years prior to, man, we're, we're hungry mm -hmm. for a positive ending story, for to see somebody that overcame rather than somebody that was overcome. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. I cannot wait to get into this full yeah. discussion. So please do watch that. If you're not going to, or if you already have, you could, of course, watch Jamie Foxx portray Rachel. Yes, Alex. and Fantastic. probably should. It's a great, it's a great watch. It's a great watch. We may do that again, oh. or at least I might when you fall asleep. Okay. We'll see. All right. In terms of reading, um, I suppose you could all visit John Steinbeck's lesser-known novel, The Pickles of Wrath. Oh, my gosh. I think you're in trouble for that one. Is that too dad joke? <laughs> it's perfectly dad joke. Okay. If you're going to listen, go listen to some Ray Charles, the incomparable. The incomparable Ray Charles. Yes. The... Uh, 
the gentleman, and I, I regularly fail at actors' names. Yeah. Um, somewhere midway plus through the movie, Ray takes on a new, call him a publicist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that man understands absolutely the pageantry mm -hmm. that we desire. And so he introduced the name, the incomparable yes. Ray Charles. Yes. That's so He's good. a great actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. He does a great job in this movie as well. Uh, you could also put on some kind of a gender open, open gender. Open gender. Gender opposite, non-gender, whatever you want to call it, t top. Mm -hmm. Could mm -hmm. be cropped or otherwise, lace or otherwise. Yes. Our girls have some crop tops if you want to borrow them. I'm wearing one right now underneath <laughs> the other things so that I can feel sexy for me. Yes. Oh, good. Look at you. Own <laughs> it. Own that sexiness. Yeah. Uh, once you've done that, you can listen to some Harry Styles to celebrate his Vogue covership. And in the meantime, you should private message the heck out of Rebecca <laughs> with gratuitous pictures of your top and or lyrics from one of the songs. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like she'll appreciate this extra attention. Yes, definitely. Life okay. style. Yes, life style. Let's, let's pause first and have a food review. Okay. We've had some new food adventures lately. We have, all inspired by yes. information that we've dug up to share with awesome. you good folks. Yeah, awesome today, literally influencing our own lifestyle. Yeah. So yeah. we've, uh, first we went after multiple different formats of let's call them gourmet bolognese. Gourmet bolognese. Bologna. Two, two in, spe in specific, two in particular, yeah. rather, mm -hmm. stand out to me. One was a spreadable bologna. Oh, yes. That we put on toasted bread with oh, cheese and that's stuff. That's good. I want some right now. Yeah. The other, the second one was more of a what we would all imagine as a, a, a sliceable bologna consistency. Yeah. Um, both of them, the flavors of which there was the hint of what we all know as bologna, mm -hmm. but there was just so much more there. You know, having experienced the fancy bolognese, one of them was literally called fancy bologna. Indeed it was. Um, it puts the Oscar Mayer version... It's an embarrassment. ...so totally to shame. I cannot believe yes. I grew up my whole life thinking that that's actual right. bologna. My bologna has a first name. It is embarrassment. <laughs> I think you just found the title for this episode. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I hope, yeah, I hope I can do that without <laughs> seeming pervy in the titling of things. We'll see. Pervy seems to get the views, though. So it does. Here we go. That's true. Uh, besides bologna, though, we've gotten to indulge in some of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, food extravaganzas inspired by National Pickle Day, which is today. Right. And that is pickles. So this is the, this is the space-time continuum. I did the research for Saturday today as you listen this show on Thursday yes and shared some of that with Meg and so on Thursday night we told the kids don't burn the house down and we left and went to the supermarket mm -hmm. and we shopped out and brought home what five different types of pickles and or pickled things yes and we had a, a pickle festivus yeah last we did. night and it was delicious. What, did you have a standout favorite from that? Or are you, do you just generally have a favorite kind of pickle? 
I've yet to meet a pickled okra that uh, I do not yeah. enjoy. Yeah. And so that was delightful. We had that. Mm -hmm. I've deeply enjoyed, and I can't remember ever before having them, then fairly recently, the bread pickles, bread and butter pickles. Bread and butter pickles are so underrated. Yeah. They are delicious, and nobody ever really talks about them. It's true. Maybe it's because they are a sweet pickle and not a dill pickle. Right. That's true. And their name is misleading in the sense that you don't maybe don't know that you're getting a sweet pickle. Right. You get your bread and butter pickles. Right. But they are so good. Those were delightful. Um, we had, what were the spears? Um, sweet onion spears. Sweet onion spears. Those were good. Those were actual pickles, but the sweet onion used mm -hmm. in the pickling process. So delicious. We had a, a dill barrel pickle. Yeah. Is how it was titled. Yeah. We did not buy a barrel. Yeah. Um, don't know if they've ever actually seen a barrel, but that yeah. is how they were titled. Those were those were nice. And then we leapt sideways into a buffalo blue cheese pickled olive. Yeah. That was in its own way quite interesting. It was interesting. I don't know that I'd be like, oh my gosh, I love these. I didn't hate them. They're just very they interesting. Were, at worst, they were a really solid palate cleanser. Oh, yeah. To move on to another thing. Yeah. We bought then... Ciabatta rolls. Mm -hmm. We sliced those thin. We toasted those, and we bought a delightful kind of combination of a some kind of a stinky blue cheese. Yeah, it was a buttermilk blue cheese. A buttermilk blue cheese, yeah. but it had some stank to it. Oh, definitely, which it was isn't, powerful. Yeah, it was. It was almost like a combo of a Limburger blue cheese. It yeah. had some real funk, mm -hmm. and so just a little of that on a toasted bread and then to introduce alternately different pickled things. And that was really good. It was lovely. It was just lovely. It's not technically a charcuterie. What would you call it? Mm. A picluterie? I don't know. Picluterie. Okay. Yes. That's the technical term. So that, and then I have a conversation to share with you over luxury versus value versus surrender. Let's hear it. Okay. This centers around clothing. Okay. And as regular listeners will know, we have been going through somewhat of a renaissance of wardrobe mm -hmm. where we've really worked to begin building from basic pieces upward, uh, recognizing that where we lived in life was pretty compromised. Mm -hmm. In reality, where we lived was surrender. Mm -hmm. Surrender to circumstance, surrender oh, to yeah. a lot of things. But just, yeah, just if it covers my my private bits, then I'll wear it. Right. That's very accurate way to say, to say it, yeah. So then you dance into luxury versus value. Mm-hmm. And where and why anything would be important. Do you have an opinion on this? I I do wonder, um, because this it feels like these are on opposite ends of a spectrum. Like mm. there's I mean it feels like it. That the you would say that there's like a luxury brand, a luxury experience, a luxury label. Well, I would view I would view the opposite ends of the spectrum being luxury and surrender. Interesting. And then somewhere in there value falls. Okay. All right. Say more about that then. So to me, Value isn't what's cheap. 
Okay. Value has to do with bang for the buck. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right, right, right. I have no problem paying above average prices for value. Value indicates that what I get for the dollars I spend is worth more than the dollars that I'm spending. And so while it may not be purely luxury, luxury without question is always a veritable shit ton of dollars yes. to really land in that true luxury space. Right. And so to me, how you choose which one to participate in is a combination of what your financial means are and what your life circumstances are. Sure, sure, sure. Mm -hmm. So I had, as, as we went through, as we've gone through this renaissance of clothing, I had purchased a handful, maybe five shirts that would be considered basics. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about T-shirts, Henleys, short sleeve, long sleeve, this realm of first layer. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, was really pleased with the quality of what they were. Not that they were luxury, no. but that the quality was higher than the dollars yes. I felt like they warranted. Yeah, 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 yeah. And on the heels of our ice storm displacement, return to home, trying to get life back in order, three of, of those shirts that I had went through. We, we loosely employ our daughters to do laundry. We pay them for the chores that they do, and not from a value perspective. We never get back what we paid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Certainly not surplus. Mm -hmm. But uh, they'd managed to more or less ruin mm -hmm. three of my shirts. Two shrunken so that they don't fit, and a third with a weird, very, very pronounced spot mm -hmm. on it. Uh, stain, if you will. And... That was when it really began to dawn on me that life circumstance plays in tremendously. Now, if it, and, but it balances with resources. Yeah. If we were multi, whatever, millionaires, billionaires, thousandaires, whatever, right? Um, we could just be like, oh, whatever, I'll just buy another one. Who cares? The other ragged edge of that perspective would be surrender. I'll just go back to wearing crappy, whatever, graphic t-shirts, and why did I ever try to have something nice? I don't feel like either end of that is appropriate for where we're at. Okay. I can look at what I had and realize it was value. It was really a great shirt, or great shirts rather, for the amount of money spent, mm -hmm. that they were very appropriate for our station in life where our quote-unquote hired help doesn't always uphold a high standard of performance. Right. They ruined over 50% of my shirt wardrobe right. within three days. Yeah. And so because it was a value buy that both fit the budget and I got more than I'd paid for, then I can, without guilt, maybe with some mild flavor of consternation, mm -hmm. but without guilt, I can go repurchase shirts replace it won't break the budget for the month or whatever and that that's kind of the the perspective i'm thinking from how do you feel about that that totally makes sense and i do think that the station in life circumstances of life 
really dictates so many of these decisions. And honestly, that's why I didn't really change my wardrobe up for so long because I just felt like, well, there's just kids around all the time with grimy hands. And Is it unfair to say, though, that you passed the sweet spot? Oh, yeah. And went all the way to surrender? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I know that's what I did. Not for the same reasons, but that's what I did. No, that's very fair to say. But then it feels it feels uncomfortable to break out of that when you've been living in that for a long time and to believe that you can, you know, sort of grow past that. And why would you say it's uncomfortable? Because it's like, can I really trust that I am uh, in a different season of life where it's not going to be problematic to have to replace so often? Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Not saying I agree or disagree. Yeah. I'm just saying I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like we've discovered in this clothing journey some things that truly, truly do bring more value, I think, than the money we pay for them. Some of the Amazon brands have been yes. surprisingly, surprisingly well-made, feel good to wear. Absolutely, I would say high in the value range of things. Yeah. The quality is more yeah. than the dollars you're spending. They, of course, can do that through volume. Sure. And that's fine, even if you're just supporting... More of the FBI spying on you, or however that works. The Alexa. Yeah. Alexa. Alexa, you're a spying, terrible human robot. AI. Get your AI out of here. Yes. So. So that. All right. Do you have any other magnificent or lesser ads to the day? I think we've covered it all. Believe it or not. Feels exciting and terrifying good what did we overlook we have failed somehow what was it or we succeeded in all the ways and we want to allow ourselves to appreciate it okay (laughs) well i'm torn i'm in torment (laughs) all right you don't believe me let's get out of here this is the life i live meg doesn't believe before you enter into some self-flagellation let's go ahead and wrap it up i think that's different than flatulation Right. whatever that's worth. Yes. All right. Hey, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Meg hates Herman Melville. However, she loves pickles. She also insists that she loves Kyle. If it were a game of two truths and a lie, which one is the lie? Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.